It's 12.59 and 55 seconds. Turn on your headlights. It's time for Night Drive. I'm Horace Wexler. You're listening to Night Drive. Whether you're hitting the beaches with shiny pails to gather up some night crabs, or getting that sweet tub time with a bottle of wine to make those fingers nice and pruny, it's time to wish that son sweet dreams because he's gone to bed. There was no need to chase him down the hall trying to get him into the bathtub and put his pajamas on. No, the moon said five more minutes, read the sun is bedtime story, and said bon nuit. And just like that, now it's time for the stars to boogie. But some of us are headed into the late night with perhaps the most exciting bedtime story to hit Fakahatchee in a long time. Yes, that's right, I'm talking about the leg. Two inches above the knee and then all the way down to the toes, it is 100% a clean-cut, well-manicured man's leg, found just in front of the occult candle shop I Sense Things. Alleyway Steve, of course, the lucky finder, if you consider finding body parts perfectly shorn from their containing body a form of luck. I spoke with a representative for the local police and have it on good authority that Alleyway Steve got a pretty stiff grilling from the local sheriff for over four hours. They're thinking, of course, being he had transitioned from merely leaping out of dumpsters and biting people to cutting off limbs, which, you know, is a bit of a stretch in my opinion. Of course, I can't speak to the thought process behind his hobbies. And of course, word spread like wildfire, so when he emerged from the station, a couple dozen people were already waiting to see what might happen to him. However, in the absence of an owner coming forward, the police, working uh, alongside city council member Richard Baysbon, invented a license to make it all official. They took a DNA sample, charged him a fee, and said he was now the proud owner of a gently used additional leg. When Alleyway Steve emerged from the station, he lifted a long shape covered entirely in cloth and victory, declared he had legs up to here, and then immediately started asking people for 10 bucks if they wanted to see it. He was not allowed to keep the legs military boot. So I want to hear from you. Did you pay the 10 bucks to see it? Do you know whose leg it is? What would you do if you had been the one to find it? I want you to tell me, so give me a call here at Night Drive at 305-209-9686. I don't know what I would do if I lost a leg. Finding a leg? Well, it's easy in that case to have all the ideas. But a lot of my personal favorite things require at least two legs, like doing mambos, number one through four, or uh, A brisk, terrifying run on the beach after kicking a full night crab nest. Oh sure, I'd suppose I'd find my way. It's a thing you you deal with, not one you plan for. For example, I once had a biology teacher who had his index finger cut off on a wheat thresher. He used a wooden pointer instead of a finger to show us where to make the cuts on fetal pigs, and, and that wooden pointer pointed him through life. But he never talked about where his finger went, or if he ever found it, and... That's, I think, what I mean by lost. Not handicapped, but that there's a piece of you out there in the world that's just not part of you anymore. Maybe I just have a poet's soul, but I suppose I'd want to keep it, even if it was no longer attached. Maybe in a jar, or, or perhaps secreted away in the back of a freezer with writing from a large black sharpie saying, Do not eat, in large black letters on a Ziploc bag. That way I'd know I hadn't lost it. That it would still be with me. I think the pharaohs of old felt the same way. 
Even after death, they'd fill their tombs with organs so they'd never be lost. And I still have questions now. Now, I have made a lot of lazy choices in my life, but who is so blasé about their gams they leave one behind? I've spent the evening huddled over some sweet and sour chicken trying to figure out the specifics that put that specific leg there at that time and place without putting on my tinfoil cap. I think we all know I'm no Kojak, but man am I a sucker for a Fakahatchee mystery. But whichever way I look at it, I just can't seem to connect the dots, and I keep coming back to the question, is it carelessness or an overabundance of limbs? that led a lad to leave this lonely leg on land. Maybe you know. Give me a call and let me know what you think, or better yet, what you know about the leg. I'm just dying to hear it. 305-209-9686. This is Night Drive. All right, let's fire up those phone lines. You're live on Night Drive, caller. Tell me who you are and if you saw the leg. Hi, Horace. My name is Scott McMichael. And when alleyway Steve walked up to me and he said to me, I got an entire leg. And I went, entire leg? And he went, entire leg, completely taken off the body, even still has the trainer sock on. And I was stunned. So I said, I need to see this. And he went, $10. But luckily, I only had seven fifty-eight in cash on me, but I had a bit of change and everything. And I made up $10 for him. So I went and saw it. And he had an entire leg. And it was totally worth it. I even bought a keychain from his little gift shop afterwards. I think it was a dog's tooth attached to a bit of wire. It was the best day of my goddamn life. High praise from someone who saw the leg. Let's take another call. Yeah, hey, Horace. How's it going? It's late, and I'm feeling great. I tell you, man, I went and saw that uh, leg there, that uh, alleyway Steve's got going on. Mm-hmm. I paid my 10 bucks, And, man, you know what? It's the damnedest thing. I'm out 30 bucks because not only did I pay the $10, I also upchucked my whole $20 ribeye meal that I had just ate. Oh, you hate to hear it. That's got to leave you feeling pretty steamed. Man, I'm pissed. All right, though, man. Uh, well, thanks for calling. Give a good night, Horace. We'll catch you on the flip side. We'll take more of your calls right after this. Want soft to sweet dreams? I don't. I want to sleep like a goddamn rock. Like I died during the night, and now I'm waking up from it on the medical slab. If you come to wake me, guitar god Gerb Torgan, good fucking luck, muchacho. I sleep so hard if there's a fire, I'm doomed to sleep through it. But it's okay, cause I'll cool off in hell. And it's all thanks to his pillow. He'd be here to tell you about it himself, but he's kind of a goon who constantly hangs a crucifix outside his shirt like he's afraid a vampire's gonna suck his neck off. Each his pillow is filled with eight fucking ducks worth of soft ass feathers plumped like a goddamn marshmallow. Your neck's gonna come when it slaps skin with this sleep beast. And if you act now, you can get two his pillows for just $29.95. Use one on your neck, use the other however you want. I'm not a cop. Use it on your sick grandma for her inheritance. Fuck the pillow, scream your sins into it. I don't give a shit. I got paid for this already. $29.95, no promo code. These sleep silks are sick. Welcome back to Night Drive. Tonight we're talking about the leg that Alleyway Steve found on Main Street. And we're taking your calls. Uh, Wherever you are, feel free to call in. Just like this caller right here. Go ahead, sir. Hello, Horace. This is uh, 
Sheriff Bud Nichols at the Pocahatchee Sheriff's Department. Ah, Sheriff Nichols, uh, thanks for calling in this evening. Oh, it's a, it's a pleasure to be on your program. I just wanted to talk about this, uh, this whole leg mess. Well, we've got a ton of questions on our end as well. Um, let's let's get a jaw session going. I feel like a, a lot of people are, are being critical of the sheriff's department because of the permit that we issued to uh, this gentleman we all know as Alleyway Steve. Of course. To uh, exhibit this, this leg for profit. Yeah, I, I think a lot of the community is concerned that there's a, a leg that is shown up on Main Street. And... I certainly can't oh, oh, do judge. Do not get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. I am also concerned that uh, severed legs showed up on Main Street. That is, uh, it's vexing to my department and to, and to myself. I mean, uh, Sheriff uh, Sheriff Nichols, am I right in assuming because you've issued uh, a permit to Alleyway Steve that he isn't guilty of anything? Is that correct? Well, I'll tell you this, Horace. Um, no one would uh, like to lock Alleyway Steve up as much as I would. I'll tell you that right now. That guy has been a burr under my saddle since I joined up with the department. But we couldn't think of anything to charge him with. I mean, we questioned the guy for hours. And uh, I'll tell you, that's the longest conversation I've ever had with Alleyway Steve. And I hope it stays the longest conversation I ever had. <laughs> you talk to that guy for too long, <laughs> he'll get your head all turned around. You start to wonder... If you're the crazy, I mean, I I have to well, say he's to for hours. he's he's only ever yelled gibberish at me um, before trying to bite my ankle. Um, so I can only imagine the conversation oh, yeah. that you've had with him. Oh yeah, try and get actual information out of the guy is damn near impossible. You know, and, and this isn't exactly in the uh, law enforcement handbook, but uh, we don't suspect that uh, Steve himself was the perpetrator or the guy who severed this leg because uh yeah, like you said before he, he bit your ankle alleyway steve that old boy he'll, he'll bite you as soon as look at you but uh as far as dismemberment uh, i seriously doubt that he's capable of that uh so yeah we, we had nothing we could come up with to charge him with so the this permit is this new protocol for citizens of fakahatchee if if i go and oh, i find no, uh, no, an extra no. kidney can i go get a permit for that kidney it, I mean, no, where I, where is the I, line I here, sir? Very, I, I need to make this very clear right now. Anyone, any citizen in Fakahatchee who, who finds any body part of any sort should call the police or the sheriff's department, 911, immediately. This is not something that we are looking to encourage. This is a, a very special case because... We had to let him keep the leg because even let's say let's say we found a uh, a John Doe that was missing a leg. Mm -hmm. Now that becomes a murder trial. Now we can't enter that leg into evidence. Alleyway Steve already had it for like twenty four hours. Chain of custody on the evidence is, is all shot to hell. So there ain't nothing we can do with this leg. So are you saying because of Florida's finders keepers laws? Alleyway Steve is in, entitled to a leg. I guess Sheriff Nichols, what I and in the community probably at large is wondering is how far does that line extend? Like, does that leg go up to the torso? Like, what if I find a torso and a leg? Like, what if I find just a half a body, like a half a John Doe? Well, if you found uh, if you found a half a body, I, I think that still counts as a as a cadaver and no one should be keeping a dead body 
a part of a dead body. These are these are not things that we should. Oh. I, I'm just worried. Sure, years if, in law enforcement. I, I never thought I would have to have a conversation like this, but here we are. I, mean, I, I didn't know what to do about this. Is issuing a permit for the leg, do you think that that encourages other people to find and possess body parts that are not part of their person? I hope to God that it doesn't encourage anyone to do anything like this. I've been kind of trying to dance around the issue here, but uh, we all know that Alleyway Steve is a special case. Uh, the average person isn't going to find the leg on the street and keep it to exhibit to others for $10 a pop. A normal person doesn't want to do that. Steve, uh, he decided that was uh, his new business model. And uh, I I've got to be honest with you. I figured that uh, it would do old Steve some good to have something to focus on, you know, something to occupy his time and his, his imagination. Uh, because any day that Alleyway Steve spends showing off this leg for money is a day that Alley, Alleyway Steve does not spend jumping out of dumpsters trying to bite on folks. I mean, I guess that's true. And I, I never thought of it in that regard. And, you know, he's, he's getting $10 a pop for people to look at the thing. So uh, hopefully he'll have some running around money and uh, maybe he can pick up some kind of hobby or, uh, God willing, a, a bus ticket out of Foghatchee. Uh, Sheriff, uh, what are the odds? Uh, what is the likelihood that this is a gator related incident? Uh, we've got two gator farms in town now. Uh, the town voted, obviously. Is is this leg a, a gator casualty? Is that why you can't find a, a corpse to go with it? Well, obviously, this is Florida. That was our first thought. Now, the, the cut, it looked pretty clean. It seems unlikely that it was a gator bite. Now, nobody has reported any kind of gator attacks. So that means if it was a gator and i'm not saying it was but if it was a gator this means he ate the rest of the guy so we have to just in case we got a guy now i i did talk to duck winners i i called duck winners the owner of the gator farms he let me know that there have not been any attacks so well i mean he's gator, he's definitely got uh, a, a little money riding on that like if there are attacks obviously that's I, can we expect him to be oh, totally sorry. honest about this? Excuse me, I, I misspoke. Duck Winters said there have not been any escapes from any of his farms. So, again, not saying it was a gator attack. But if it was, it was not from one of Duck Winters' farm gators. Now, we do have a guy. We got we got one of my men, uh, Deputy Tucker. He's a, he's a young man. He's the lo lowest guy on the totem pole. So uh, we've got him out there just in case. He's uh, he's digging through gator dung. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I don't know any other way to put it. He's out there just trying to gather up gather up reptile turds, dig through them, looking for uh, hair, uh, bone fragments, uh, any any kind of human material of that nature. <sighs> I I gotta say though, uh, after after I talked to Duck Winters, I learned that uh, uh, alligators. <laughs> we did not know this before. Uh, they digest everything. Oh, they digest bones. They digest hair. So ain't nothing coming out the other end of an alligator. Now, uh, I just don't have the heart to uh, to tell Deputy Tucker this 
after he dug through all that poop, you know. I feel kind of bad he did it from nothing. He's still out there, still out there digging through reptile turds because uh, we don't, we don't want to let him know. Uh, Sheriff, it, it, just uh, one or two more questions. Um, do you think this has any connection to the, the power outage Fakahatchee experienced recently? Well, um, I, I can't say that I can see any connection there. I mean, uh, Alleyway Steve did find the leg uh, within a 24-hour period after the power outage, but uh, we got no reason to believe that uh, it had anything to do with that. And uh, finally, I, you've called into Night Drive, uh, Sheriff Nichols. Did you see the leg? Are you going to pay Alleyway Steve the $10 to see the leg? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Horace, I saw the leg. I got a real good look at it. It's nasty. Yeah. Uh, did you pay Alleyway Steve $10 or? Oh, uh, no, I didn't pay Alleyway Steve. See, we had kind of a, well, this is not, now it's a little embarrassing. <laughs> that, was, that was part of the deal. I said, Alleyway Steve, we'll write you this permit, but uh, you got to let him look at that leg. Well, small town politics. I know that some people are a little bit worried and, and grossed out uh, that this is going on. But you know what happens to dead things, right? They decompose unless you do some kind of taxidermy on it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't need to tell you, Horace. Alleyway Steve hadn't got the wherewithal nor the technical skills to preserve a pair of squirrel titties, let alone a grown man's leg. So before long, that thing's just going to rot away. We're not going to have to worry about this anymore. You know what I mean? You, you don't think he's uh, he's going to start charging people $8 to see uh, a leg bone? No, I hadn't thought about that. I, I guess he could get away with that, but uh, I don't know what's so interesting to look at about a bone, you know? You may be right. Uh, Sheriff Nichols, thanks for calling in. Uh, always always proud to see our, uh, our boys in green out there. Keeping the swamp safe. Well, thank you again for having me on your program, Horace. Absolutely, Sheriff. Absolutely. Uh, let's jump over to line four to someone who says they took a date to see the leg. Hey there, Horace. This is Mac down from Mac Eros. How you doing, Mac? Did you see the leg? No, I took the missus over to see Steve and his leg the other week, and she was mighty scared. But you know what they say? Fear makes a powerful aphrodisiac. And good old Mac had a good old night. So thanks, Steve. Uh, I had more questions, but he uh, hung up already. I, I honestly can't help but feel like Steve got somebody to to read a glowing endorsement of the leg. <laughs> anyway, more of your calls and opinion right here on Night Drive after a message from one of our sponsors. Hi, friend. I'm Robard Crumbler. The Halloween is just around the corner. The court, the bend, and crumbler for at crumbler farms. We want to celebrate the season, and nothing to be fettuccine afraido about here. Just twice straddled ch- chicken dot dipple for five ninety nine a pound. Serve it cold or hot. I don't know. And and drown that chicken in your tummy with an imported hot bung bean wash. Just just ninety nine cents for a two pack. I like Jack O' Lantern, even though he's Irish. But he loves rough sweet reeds and just, just oh, 60 cents a brindle. They'll make your teeth smile like a, like a candle's hind. <sighs> Ain't no trickos, just treatos when you get your fingers inserted in my rat face squash. $2.99 a pound. Uh, serve them next to our sour dirt flavored but dirty machuchus. Just $1.99 for a party pack. 
And while uh, while you're inside us, don't forget to pick up fringed Merple Scopel if you love your ch children, kids. They'll devour them, wings and all. Just just twelve ninety nine for a six pack. Oh God, don't be don't be spookied by a goblin. The, the most ghost has the most great deals. Crumbler Farms, where the grocery store is so close to the airport, you can hear the planes when you're inside. Uh, welcome back to Night Drive. Again, that number to call in is 305-209-9686. We've had a lot of great opinions tonight. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about the leg that Alleyway Steve found and is now charging people to see. Uh, we'll get back to more of your calls. But first, let's read some of your emails that have been coming in. Uh, Cherith Swanee emailed nightdrivefm at gmail.com to say, Horace, I wish I hadn't spent the money to see the leg, as I've got five perfectly good and perfectly free legs at home. Nothing weird with the sixth leg, it's just a bit withered as a result of a swamp witch's curse. Thanks for emailing, Cherith. Miguel Bopopo tweeted us at nightdrivefm to say, A plus leg, 10 out of 10 would leg again, no question, 10 bucks is an absolute steal. Thanks, Miguel. Fredo Whiteside tweeted us this haiku. Why? Beautiful leg. Ankle, calf, and thigh to my eye. Wherefore came thee leg? Thanks, Fredo. And Mr. Nathan Bruch hit us up at facebook.com slash nightdrivefm to say, I've seen many legs in my day, but as the curtains on the play of my life begin to lower and I take a withered bow during curtain call, seeing the leg was a reminder of all the other legs I've seen throughout my life. The leg is transcendent, a powerful piece of nostalgia that shook me to my core and moved me to tears as it reminded me at once of running carefree playing as a child, standing next to my bride on the happiest day of my life, and standing next to the coffin as I said goodbye to my mother. However, Alleyway Steve would not let me suck the toes of the leg, and when I asked to speak to the manager, he said he was the manager and would not refund my money. I thus cannot recommend the attraction at this time. Thanks, Nathan. Uh, well, and uh, let's go ahead and uh, go to line two here. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Hi, um, uh, my name is Raymond Chillette. Thank you. Thank you so much for, uh, for taking my call. I've been, been listening and um, need, to, need to hop on in on this one, I guess. What's got, what are you thinking about tonight, uh, Raymond? Like uh, this leg. Everyone's up in arms about it. Understandably, I I guess what I'm thinking, and, and I just I cannot believe that that I am the one who has to step in and voice this. But who is thinking about the children? Who is thinking about the kids? Who is thinking about? And you know, I'm talking about the teenagers. We know how uh, how influenced they are, and to be promoting this type of behavior it it's this is how those fads start i mean you've heard you've heard of um the you've heard of vaping i'm sure yeah i'm not a puritan raymond i've heard of vaping yeah and you've heard of of the tide the tide pods and flat bracelets these these things start somewhere of course and to turn a blind eye to that to turn a blind eye to the youth as a parent i'm i'm frustrated so, so Raymond, you you think that uh, the teens might think this leg is uh, cool or uh, or hip or with it? Well, let me let me let me put it this way. I, I, 
who knows if they're going to say how cool it is or, or that it's going to be that they're going to get leg tattoos on their legs. But what I'm saying is that he's making money. And, and you know, once that commercial viability is shown, that that's when the marketing comes in. And whether they say it or not, whether they, they advertise it in, on the TV shows that the teens watch or not, they market it to them. They market it to the, the susceptible audience. So however cool it is, once they see that there's money attached, you, you mark my word, it will be one week before some teenager shows up with their very own leg, thinking that, that they too can just get rich. So you think uh, there's going to be some upstarts that sort of hustle based off of Alleyway Steve's advertisements. Uh, and I don't want to speak uh, uh, poorly about an advertiser here uh, because he he has uh, put up some money for Night Drive. Uh, and uh, I think his we've aired his uh, his ad uh, later in the and, show. And you know what? We should be so blessed that the kids start their own Night Drive shows. That's very different. Whereas if they start walking in to the malls with bleeding chopped off at the thigh legs asking for money that's a very different situation is it not well now raymond i i have to ask um is this really about the leg uh because that seems a, a little bit far-fetched this is obviously the first leg that's shown up in fakahatchee at least as as far as uh r- recorded history goes is this about the leg or is this about your distrust of the youth uh <laughs> well you I get. I suppose you got me a little there. Uh, look, it's it's about the leg. I don't think I would be as uh, vocal if it wasn't a detached human leg. But you're not wrong. It's my fear of what these these supercharged teens are going to do with the knowledge that a a severed leg can get them money. Because my first concern is that they will potentially try and steal that leg or exploit it with their uh, their pictures and their selfies. A second concern is that they start taking off other people's legs, like uh, at the morgue or perhaps in the cemetery. It's, it's difficult, but it, it could be done. Um, and then my primary, my most, uh, my strongest concern is that they take off their own legs, thinking that that is a good uh, path forward for them and, a, and a, an easy road to success. So in today's day and age with the internet and the YouTube and where our teens are headed, uh, you're, you're gosh darn right. I'm, I'm worried about the teens. The teens have me most nervous, I would say, in this situation. So you're thinking that um, these teens are going to seek out popular placement on a show like, uh, let's just say Tosh.0 um, by cutting off their own leg uh, and then saying exactly they right. found it. That's exactly right. There are teens. You remember when you were a child and you would say, someone would ask you what you want to do. And you would say, I want to be a radio host or an astronaut or a football player. And now they say, I want to be famous. And they don't say how they want to get there. And you know, you've heard them say that. And now they've got an easy route. And it's just by lopping off a leg and walking into an alley with a sign and a cash box. Well, just to play devil's advocate here, uh, Raymond, is... Is it that they've cut off their own leg or is what's special here the fact that there is an extra third leg that Alleyway Steve now possesses? So like if he was missing one and just holding his leg, it, to me, that seems like it would be a little bit sad, not necessarily an audience draw. You're right. Um, I think there is the mystery there, but I think it's also that it's a leg. 
I think we have an attraction. We certainly have a physical and visual attraction to legs. And so I would, to devil's advocate, your advocate of the devil, that I would say even a person standing on a, on a, like a one, you know, leg that's been cut off is leaning against a chair and they're holding their own leg, as sad as that yeah, would. Yeah, of course that would be sad. But what's your point here, Raymond? Look, there would still be a little mystique and people would potentially want to pay to find out how they got the leg off and just maybe to hold it for a minute. Okay. I, I mean, I can kind of see that. That's really more of like um, like a storyteller uh, position than it is like uh, this sort of P.T. Barnum aspect that Alleyway Steve has really quickly adopted, uh, to be honest. To me, it, it, it feels different. I it don't know. It does, but I'm, I'm talking to – look, these, these copycats, and that's what these teens are, they, um, they adapt. And so you're not wrong that it's different, but shouldn't you be afraid of, of the different versions of this that are inspired by the original? It's why we have to pass laws that are, that are all encompassing and, the, and that the founding fathers, they could, they could predict what could change later. And so you can't just think about what's exactly the same as what Alleyway Steve is doing, because I think that, that uh, his, his model is not necessarily even that sustainable. If it was just that, I wouldn't be as worried. Um, as I am about what these teams might do with the uh, concept. I, well, you're talking about sustainability of uh, of Alleyway Steve's uh, quote unquote show. Uh, did you pay That's the ten dollars right. to see the leg? I did not. I would not pay ten dollars. I went early uh, when it was still, I believe, six fifty. And by the time, and that's another thing. The price gouging is is I don't think a good. Uh, it's not a good role model. But um, no, I paid six fifty when I went. Well, I, I understand he has like a full show uh, around the leg at the now that it's ten dollars. Um, how was he displaying it when you saw it at six fifty? It was really just a leg. It was it was sort of like you paid six fifty to get proof that there was a leg, and I think that was really what set me off. Is there were a lot of teenagers who what I imagine had borrowed money from their parents to see that leg and and just see it as proof and 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 that's all they needed. I mean just out of curiosity, how would you display the leg if you had to? I just I think well look, I've given it thought. I don't want to make it seem like I've given it a lot of thought, but I feel like it's very easy to come to the conclusion uh tasteful and classy, especially this time of year and and um, and then you can get some variety in there. You could put it in a cleat or a, uh, you know, a, a nice stocking, a, a high heel, make it look like a ballroom dancer. Um, but I think that it should be treated as a leg that has come from somewhere special as opposed to, because right now you can't deny it looks like a leg that has gone somewhere bad. I, I haven't seen the leg yet. Uh, I'm I'm hoping to. Oh, I'm, I'm, you should go. I'm still trying to go. get tickets. Yeah, no, I understand that it's getting harder and harder, but it's worth the wait. You should go. Oh, all right. Uh, before I let you go, do you have any ideas where this leg came from? I mean, not that I'm accusing you, uh, but like uh, some people have have posited a couple different theories. I'm wondering if you've got one. Um, I just I just assumed it's a swamp leg. Feel like those are easy enough to find if you get down there fast enough. I mean, I would not put it. Well, this this was uh, this was on Main Street, right in front of the occult candle shop. I sense things. No, I understand. I, I believe it was brought there from the swamp. Um, heard all the all the ideas that it is related to the candle shop, but I don't believe that's the case. I have 
I've been in there many times and I don't think there's any sort of leg removal or witchcraft in that in that shop. So I'm just saying my guess is that Alleyway Steve watched a person get mauled by an alligator and then he took that leg once the alligator had gone back into the swamp. Uh, you're you're saying that maybe Duck Winters and his gator farms are involved. I think that would be foolish to not put him atop the list. You gotta assume that any swamp can turn up a leg because Lord knows they do. Uh, but I would start there. I would certainly start there. Fair enough. Uh, Raymond, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you so much for taking my call. If you've got an opinion like Raymond does, I want to hear it. Give me a call at 305-209-9686. You're listening to Night Drive, and we'll be right back after a message from our sponsors. I'm Ellie Waste Steve, and I borrowed some money from my father-in-law to make this ad about the leg. Sorry for this classical music shit. Those radio folks wouldn't let me play any Gurm Torgan in the background because apparently I don't own the rights. But you know what I do own? A goddamn third leg. It is absolutely bitchin', and I have been told that $10 is dirt cheap for this kind of eye candy. So come on down, spend an evening with the leg. I'll bite you if you want, but I'm pretty focused on this leg right now, so... Ten dollars, you maniacs! No discounts. Tickets are going fast. Again, that number to call is 305-209-9686. We'll be right back with more of your calls right after we read some of these community announcements. The Fakahatchee Sheriff would like to remind you: if you have an unlicensed leg, please stop by our office to get it licensed. There's currently a 28-day grandfather period, and then after that point, if you're found with an unlicensed third leg, you'll be charged a fine starting at $500. If you're missing a leg but then find a leg, this does not apply to you. This only relates to total legs possessed. Full disclosure, the sheriff's office has been described as slow-moving in the past, so we're trying our best to keep up with this whole leg issue. If for some reason you have a fourth leg, please let us know immediately. The Owls Club of Fakahatchee would like to invite you to a down-home family-style square dance with live fiddle music by Wet Willie and the Moist Men of the Mountains. Tickets are $15 per person and include two drinks and lessons, but do not include a square. This year they won't be selling squares at the door, so if you're looking to attend, please BYO Square and come join us for a hootin' tootin' good time. Circle dancers are asked politely not to attend. Think you're good in a fight? Prove it. I'm waiting in an alley behind Hank's old Arby's looking to scrap. I'm, that's of course not me, I'm just reading. I'm 56, a non-smoker, and in the best shape of my life thanks to an elliptical my wife got me for Christmas. I'm stuck in middle management and need to wreck some faces, so let's throw down. Please no names or weapons. Anything improvised like pieces of 2x4 or trash cans you find in the area is fair game. I'll be out here from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Tuesdays and Thursdays. And let's hop over to line two for another call. Hey, ¿qué onda? ¿Cómo estás, Jores? Muy bien. ¿Quién es este? This is Miguel Osuna. I just want to say that 10 bucks, it's a little bit above my budget, you know? Got but it. But if you can help me out, ayuda un hermano with a ticket. I really appreciate it, dude, because I really want to see that leg. Mucha gente say that it looks really good. 
I'm hearing that as well, Miguel. Thanks for calling in. If any night drivers out there have a spare ticket, let's get Miguel in there to see that leg. Uh, you can call the station and uh, we'll hook it all up on our end. Uh, let's go over to uh, line one. Our producer says uh, someone over there has got something uh, they really want to get off their chest. Line one, go ahead. Oh, uh, hey, Horace. Yeah, this is Duck Winters, okay? And I, I, I'm fired up right now. Hi, okay? hey, I'm how are you, Duck? Up. Oh, I'm not doing good at all, Horace. I got, I got police going, going through my gators. Telling me that my gators bit off a human leg? You, you ever hear such horse shit? Because I did. I just heard it from him. Go through my gator poop. Look, Duck, I, I think everyone is just uh, a little concerned that there's been a leg found oh, on okay, me. Okay, yeah, I'm sure everybody's real concerned. They're coming at Duck. They're coming at Mr. Winters himself. Okay, Mr. Gator. Telling me my gators did something. Try to you know, like My gator ate a leg. I'm like, what you talking about, right? Okay, because I know the leg they're talking about. Okay, and that was a clean cut. Okay, it was it was just you know nice and nice and sharp. Okay, it wasn't done by no gator. I mean, if a gator bit a leg, it'd be all shredded up. Okay, because I, I listen, I, I'll tell you something. I almost had a gator bite my leg. Mm-hmm. I almost lost my leg. Wow. All right. Uh, oh, were, oh my gosh. It was all teeth in it, and it was all nasty. And men, and and I've seen gators bite legs all the time. Like a couple a couple uh, uh, school field trips a couple of years ago came by. And I mean, yeah, okay, that definitely happened. Okay, a child did lose the leg at that point, and that leg was so shredded, and it was just kind of like flapping in the breeze. It was shredded. It looked like it went through a paper. Um, what do you call them things? A paper um bag. You know, tip my tongue. Mill. Nope. Shredder. Exactly. Looked like a paper shredder. You have to admit, there's a history here. Uh, we've got the two gator farms in town now. Yeah, big old history of bullshit with me in the center of it. Putting up with all of it. Mom's retired, carrying all this bullshit. Okay, first of all, I've seen the leg. I've seen it. Okay, Alley, Alleyway Steve showed me. Okay, all right. Did you pay the ten dollars, Duck, or did he show you for free? No, I gave him a Chips Ahoy and told him it was a Bitcoin, but um, he didn't believe me, so I had to give him the ten bucks. Which you know, whatever, tomato, tomato. I'll give him ten bucks. Shit, I mean, he's just gonna spend it on drugs, so you know, at least he's helping keeping the local economy going. So, yeah, he showed it to me. And first of all, can I just be honest? I didn't really appreciate, like, the show he put on. I mean, because he, he was telling me, like, hey, you know, do you want tickets to see the leg show? And I was like, okay, let's see what this guy has in store, you know? And, I mean, I was expecting – I mean, I was expecting a Broadway show, but I was expecting something for my tent. Hold on one second. I'm cooking a gator right now, so I just got to check on it real quick. It's – uh. It's all beeping and booping. I, did, I hope you didn't hear that. See, I wasn't. Oh, shut up. So, I mean, here's the thing. I wasn't expecting a Broadway show, but I was expecting a little bit of showmanship. Okay, I mean, he didn't have real lights. He just had an old, no, like you know, flashlight he was using, and, and the leg. I mean, that wasn't even a leg. It was a stump. You know, I want, I want a whole leg. You know, if I'm going to see a leg show, like, like all the way up to the groin. Yeah. Yeah, you get some of that crotch in there. I'll pay double. Obviously, uh, a lot of the a lot of Fakahatchee residents are, are putting their money down, going to see this uh, this leg show. Um, oh, is that starting yeah, to affect and it's your business? Killing me! Oh my god! All these people going to see the leg show. Of course, it's hurting my business. Okay, now this town is known for two things: gay turf. Okay, and everybody's putting their money into the leg. Now, what's that doing to me, a small businessman? Okay? Now, anyway, Steve, that's just one guy. All right? 
He's an even smaller businessman. He, he doesn't even count. Okay, I mean, I have a family to think of, okay? I, I didn't know you had any kids. I don't, but I am thinking about having some, okay? And I got to think about that. Listen, Horace, I got to tell you, it's been hard, okay? I mean, I go down to the Piggly Wiggly, and, and people don't even want to look at me, all right? And it's not just because the open sores on my face, all right? It's because they think I had something to do with this, and I didn't. These cops are showing up at my house, going through gator poop, which, by the way, just between you and me, Officer Tucker has been going through my feces. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, it's a lot. Because right, I don't have a bathroom. And he's been... <laughs> I was going to say, that boy's earning his paycheck, okay? Because I am full of evil. Can I pose this question, Doc? Um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but do you feel like... Like this is a smear campaign? Do you do you feel like? Oh hell yeah, Taurus! This is totally a smear campaign. Okay, I mean I am just Mr. Gator, Duck Winters, operating a small business, and all of a sudden I got the popo coming to my door, going through my poop. Oh sorry, Gator poop. You know, and and they're trying to blame this on me. Okay, first of all, there are a lot of things in this town that can bite people. Okay, not just gators. Okay, there's alleyway thief. Okay, I think everybody knows about that guy. He he is a biter. Okay, I, I still have a, a pretty good scar from New Year's Eve. Oh, everybody does. That was a hell of a party. Okay, I mean, most of the women in town that I have dated are biter. That's my thing. But don't just look at a bite mark and be like, "Oh, that must be a gator," because that that was a clean cut. That was like a, a samurai sword chops right through it okay got no gator bite come on use your head well i i mean i haven't seen the leg yet uh i'm i'm still trying to get a ticket uh through uh Horace, you sound like a real dick right now are you on my side or not look duck obviously you've done some uh, fantastic things for this community uh you're you've got the entrepreneur yeah. spirit you want I, the bouncy house i got the kids at the church picnic the well, gator the gator bouncy house in the shape of a gator i think we just you have to be the mindful i had with the gators we can't duck huh? we can't have legs showing up on main street uh that are not attached to anybody this is a simple fact for the community and if your gators have something to do with it we need to handle it if it's uh, alleyway oh, okay, Steve okay. with a ninja sword, that's I'll something that needs if to be. If my gators have something to do, if people come at me, I'm going to call at them, okay? I'm, I'm going to beast master my gators. People think my gators are causing hell. The sun, I'm going to make this place into Hades. And y'all ever seen Stranger Things? Just real, real quick, Duck. Uh, did you say it, Hades? It, it's going to be like did that. You say it's going to be like Stranger Things with gators, okay? I'm going to. I will eat people's hearts out. I swear to God. And I mean, my gators would never do that unless I told them to. But if I do, oh, you better watch out, man. You guys are going to rue the day. Wait, are your you gators trained? Winners. My gators? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, if I'm being honest, I mean, they're trained, but they can only do like two things. Uh, one, come. And two, bite. Got it. Oh, you meant like come to you when they're called. No, I meant sexually. Like studying. Okay, uh, that is what yeah. I initially thought. That's how we make the gator babies. It's actually, it, I don't let me tell you, talk about a show. It's only $20. Let me tell you, you get your money's worth. All right? That you is, want to wear gloves, though. That is an excellent show. That is uh, well worth the $20. Uh, well, Duck, do you, do you... Yeah, it's like Vegas. Duck, do you have any uh, any anything that you'd like to say to, to Fakahatchee? Maybe just calm their concerns or... No, man, I want to tell you. 
tell you guys to come on down to the Gator Farm, man. Come on down on a Saturday. Get yourself a cup of good old gator juice. Okay, don't ask what it is because you don't want to know. And you come on down. You can pet a gator. You can have a good time and show and realize that the only thing they did wrong was running into me because now I have them in captivity. Okay, that's the only mistake they made in their life. All right. Uh, well, Duck, thank you very much for calling in. Uh, well, you know, I, I just love the show, Horace. I really do. You drive me crazy sometimes with you running your mouth, but I got to tell you, it's a real good show, and I don't know that many people, so I, I guess I really like it. All right. Well, I can't say no to those uh, those toothy grins. What the f*** you just say to me? No, uh, your alligators. Your alligator smiles. That It's a... Uh, it's a thing about alligators because they all all have, you know, you got a real. Oh, would you look at that? That's all the time we have this evening. For more on this news story as well as what's happening around Fakahatchee, please visit the Gazette.com. That's f a k a h a t c h e e g a z e t t e dot com. That's all for us here at Night Drive this evening. Time for me to hit the road and then hit the hay because I just got my ticket to see the leg through a reseller. Sure, they've marked it up 200% with a $20 Ticket Maniac convenience fee, but at least I won't be missing out. Good Morning Sun Buns with Tiffany Bunzel takes over tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. She'll be tackling winter fashions that won't make you look like a fat, dumpy marshmallow. And special guest Marianne Williamson will help her rank the best solstices. Gee, I sure hope my favorite solstice makes the cut. Until then, here's four and a half hours of government-mandated buzzing I've been told I'm required to air. Until next time, I'm Horace Wexler. Keep night driving. If you enjoy the show, please consider reviewing and giving us five stars on iTunes, or better yet, tell a friend about us. 1 a.m. in the morning is a hell of a time slot to capture new ears. You can reach the show at nightdrivefm at gmail.com, twitter.com slash nightdrivefm, facebook.com slash nightdrivefm, or if you really love the show, become one of our patrons and support the show at patreon.com slash nightdrive. Night Drive is produced by Michael Truly and is hosted with Veritas by me, Horace Wexler. The callers were ably played with wet hair and sex appeal by Evan Gaustad, Ron Babcock, and C.J. Meese. I'd like to thank our lightning callers, Nathan Greenaway, John Martinez, and Rodolfo Lopez, as well as extend an enormous thank you to our musical guest, Charlotte Slut, and the great British wankoff. New Night Drive episodes drop on the 15th of every month, and the Fakahatchee News drops on the last day of every month. Until next time.